0: Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Well, it's cold where we are today. It was 32. There was frost on the car this morning. Oh, boy. Yes, there was. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'd like to give a quick shout out to Anaconda, Montana. It looks like a beautiful place to visit. Another place we need to put on our map to go visit when we get that RV someday. i going to have to go cruising. Yeah, yeah. All right. Right. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251 244 4645, or you can email us at dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Check out our Etsy store, shadows Well, we're going to forgo our lovely, your lovely jokes, my jokes yeah. and my lovely facts yes. because we have a guest we with us a today. VIP. A so VIP I will turn it over to you, Dr.
1: J. We have Todd Roper. He's a pastor evangelist out of Montana. He has a background with Chick Publications and has done many, many mission trips abroad. Todd is a brother in Christ who uh, I had the privilege to meet in Tanzania. Very humble man. Looking forward to this podcast. Welcome, Todd.
2: Well, thank you. Glad to be here from uh, Kalispell, Montana.
1: And now, how cold is it there in Montana, Todd?
2: It's a 33 degrees at the moment, but it's supposed okay. to get on up in the upper 40s and uh, for Montana in the fall it's it's really 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 nice. So a lot well, light you, jacket weather up here, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: You really wet our appetite of visiting uh in Montana. It, it sounds glorious.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's it's a beautiful it's it's paradise, I'm not going to lie. So yeah, it's pretty wonderful.
1: Amen. So, Todd, I want to just start out. is Tell us a little bit about your story, your salvation story, when you came to know the Lord and kind of what happened, and and, uh, you can go off a little bit and and tell us what the Lord's done.
2: Okay. Well, uh, of course, I uh, grew up in the Bible Belt, basically, in uh, East Texas, and then we were in Arkansas uh, for a while when I was in high school. So I, I grew up where, you know, everyone basically uh, um, in, in church until I was about 15 and mm-hmm. everyone would basically say that they're a Christian uh, and believed in Jesus. Um, uh, so I had a, I just had a bad experience with a certain, <laughs> certain denomination. I won't say which one, but uh, where they thought they were the only ones going to heaven. And, and at some, uh, my, my, I had an experience where my brother was killed in a car wreck when I was about 18. And, uh, someone had said to me that, well, because my brother didn't go to this certain church, uh, that he, he went to hell. And, uh, I just did not believe that. I knew my mom was a Christian. I knew my grandparents loved the Lord. And, uh, so I just, I kind of turned my back on Christianity and I just didn't. And I just went, I was doing my own thing. Um, when I had moved to Dallas, Texas and, um, got married and, uh, was fixing to have a, our first baby. I was 21, uh, came down to visit my family in East Texas and Kilgore, Texas. And I was sitting in the living room, uh, my mom, and dad's living room, talking to my sister late one night, everyone had gone to bed. And I had told her, I was telling her that, you know, I just, uh, I didn't believe in God anymore. Uh, basically because I knew if there was a God and the way I was living, that I was uh, in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, I just said, I think people make God up to uh, what they want him to be. I said, I think, you know, church mm-hmm. of Christ believes this. Baptists believe this. Catholics mm-hmm. believe this. Um, um, Muslims believe this. Buddha believe this. I said, everybody can't be right. I just, uh yeah. I said, there's just no way everyone can't be right. And my sister looked at me and here's all she said. She said, no, Todd, he's real. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, the Lord Jesus himself came to me in a vision. Um, My sister didn't see him, but she she was looking in my eyes when the light came on. The Lord came to me and said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Mm Uh, no one comes to the Father but through me. I I did not know that was John 14, 6. But in that moment, the Lord opened my eyes. And here's what he said to me. I'm right. Follow me. Hmm. And I saw him come to me uh, and then go back up to the Father in heaven. And, And at that moment, I realized that Jesus, he's right and that I need just to follow him. And that's at I, th- at that moment, I was born again. The Holy Spirit came and just filled me up uh, oh. from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, and uh, that's the night I was born again. I uh, I came to faith in Christ, and I realized He was real, and and oh. I and I started following Him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I just uh, I became a Christ follower. I read the Bible. Uh, four times the first year mm. I was saved and got in a church up there in the Dallas area and started actually started teaching. Mm. And people would ask me, uh, how did you how do you know so much? I've been a Christian 25 years and I don't know if, as much as you do. I said, well, I, I, I read the Bible. <laughs> yeah and And, that helps uh, read it, and i I said i said you read the whole thing i said yeah the whole thing i i read it four times and Mm. and i was just amazed that there's so many christians professing christians that have never actually read the bible i I was so hungry for the word and for the truth and just for the lord um and he was Mm. very real and very personal and very active in my life and uh so I just give him all the praise and glory. He's the God of salvation. Uh, I would say to anybody that's listening that He's real. He's alive, and uh, if you seek Him uh, with your whole heart, you will find Him. But here, here's the great thing: is that when I didn't even know I was looking for Him, but He He was looking for me. So, Amen. Uh, Amen. He came. He came, and uh, He saved me. So Amen. I just give Him praise for that.
1: So you uh, a little bit you were in a, a something called chick publications now when i first heard chick publications i'm like is this appropriate to uh, to read you know chick but <laughs> but but uh but actually you know what's interesting uh, the folks out there uh, a little bit about me is that uh i didn't get saved directly but definitely indirectly it made me start thinking and led mm-hmm. me to christ by reading a chick publication on Roman Catholicism, one was called "Why is Mary crying?" I think, and there's another one on the, on the the cookie. What is the? Yeah,
2: you know the, what I'm talking de- about? I think the death cookie is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, wow. very interesting uh, person, Jack Chick, and yeah, yeah. I actually read a, a a chick track called "This Was Your Life," and it's probably. It's not probably, it is the most published gospel track in history. And in, uh, I can't remember how many languages now. Uh, I'm responsible for at least a few of those. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's a part in there where it shows us standing before God and on Judgment Day and Him reviewing our life. And as a 10-year-old kid, I remember reading that and I never forgot that. So and 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 that's just not my story. There's many other people that have the yes. same story. So if you're not familiar yeah. with Chick Publications, they're just little like comic book tracks and yeah. a little two color tracks. And I've been uh, doing. I think they started printing in 1973, if I'm not wrong, and. Uh, I think they even made mention of Jack Chicken, a uh, uh, movie that recently came out, uh, Jesus, oh, the wow. Jesus Movement or the Jesus.
1: Yeah. Movement. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. Where saw uh, that. talks yeah. about,
2: uh, if you're familiar with that, out of California. So it's out of uh, yeah. California. So
0: We'll have to put a link to that in our show notes. Make sure we we do that. Yeah,
1: yes. all right. So Chick is his la- was his last
2: name. Yeah, it's his last yeah. name. So gotcha. you know, before okay. the internet, we wouldn't have think twice about uh, his, his name was Jack Chick, and so it's Chick <laughs> yeah. Publications. But yeah. yeah, so if you you got to be careful what you Google these days. So if you oh, Google yeah. Chick Publications. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. i would encourage you to look it up but uh be careful what you what you pick right. so.
1: no it's a great you know i loved it and i was not a believer and i was i was actually doing some political work at a at a fair uh the kenton county fair in kentucky actually and i saw a church and they were they asked me if i was a christian to follow jesus and i said no i'm catholic and so they gave me these tracks and i read them, uh, and the hist- history a- aspect, as well as, most importantly, Scripture, really pointed me to Jesus. And I praise God for Jack Chick and, uh, well, yourself, too, because you helped with that, too. Praise yeah, God. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, you know, um, the, the Jack Chicks, the reason I love them, because they, they have Scripture in them, and, and basically there's not— there's not. A, there's some little stories and some dialogue, but there's always God's word is in there. Amen. And when we know that when God's word goes forth, uh, Isaiah 55, that it always accomplishes its purpose. It doesn't return void. So uh, I just I have I believe in God's word. Part of what I do is uh, get people uh, Bibles and tracts and gospel materials. Um, to help share the gospel all over the world. That's what God has called me to do. So, um,
1: Well, that transitions to another another question. So uh, I met you in Tanzania, which, uh, of course, the Tanzanians say t- uh, Tanzania, uh, but we, we Americans say Tanzania. Uh, and I met you there, and I had the privilege of meeting you there. So t- tell us, how did you get in- into missions? I mean, how did you get into the mission bug, so to speak?
2: So uh, after I got saved, almost immediately, um, God called me to street ministry. Uh, I remember we used to go cruising back in the day. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. They'd hang out on the street and go cruising up and down the road and hang out with your friends. And mm-hmm. I remember one uh, in Longview, Texas, uh, someone from a church was out uh, witnessing and handing out tracks back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I never forgot that, man. I, ar- I argued with and I surely did not receive Christ, um, but uh, but I never forgot him, and he made an impact on my life. So after I got saved, um, I I was living in Dallas, and the Lord started speaking to me about going back to Longview, Texas, and going out on the street and uh, oh. ministering to young people. Uh. Uh, when I was uh, in college there, I found a chick track sitting on the table at the library, and I looked at it. and I said, "Man, this thing! I remember these. This one was called the Titanic." And I said, "Man, these are great. This will be perfect yeah. for going out on the street and and witnessing uh, because of just people love them because they're little, like little comic books, and they're just uh, especially <laughs> yeah. young people or kid. Well, really, anywhere in the world, they Amen. just love them. And uh, so I rad. actually put it back down on the table. And I, as I was driving home, I was thinking to myself, man, I wish I'd have got that. Cause on the back, this is like, this is like, uh, I got saved in 84, 1984, mm-hmm. October 13th. So this is in like 84. And, uh, I said, I wish yeah. I would picked that up because it had the information on the back, how to order it. So this is uh-huh. all free internet, you know? And, mm-hmm. and so when I got home, I, I walked in the house and my wife came out of the back room carrying a chick track. And this is, ai swear, the gospel truth.
0: Oh, my she goodness. Said, she was
2: carrying <laughs> one called uh, uh, Somebody Loves Me. And she said, oh, wow. look what I found. She said, someone gave this to me at a Van Halen concert in Shreveport, Louisiana, six <laughs> years ago. And, and we were living in Garland, Texas when she brought that out. And then it was just like the light bulb went on, you know? And I said, yeah, this is it. This is what I need to do. And, um, so me and a a friend of mine would go out on the streets. We would order, like if we could order $60 worth, we thought we had something. And we'd go out there and witness to, to young people out on the street. Mm. and hand them out. And, uh, and anyway, we, uh, got a track rack at our church and put it up. And a missionary from, uh, Tanzania named Kirk Jones uh-huh. came to our church and, uh, preached and shared about his work that he was just beginning in Maasai land. And he saw the ch- uh, chick tracks and he went over and picked up, uh, this was your life track. And he said, wow, that's really cool. He said, do you think you could get this done in Swahili? And I was wow. like, man, I have no idea, but I, you know, I I'll, I'll find out. And wow. uh, sure enough, that's, that is how I got started in, in doing mission work. Uh, was, <laughs> I went and did a translation into Swahili of a chick wow. track, which led to doing a translation in Maasai, which led to, uh, other missionaries hearing about me and i don't even know how this happened wow. I ended up in brazil we did oh, several wow. translations in portuguese and mm-hmm. then i went to thailand and did some in thai and then after that um, i ended up in india and we did some uh, in hindi and mm-hmm. god was just uh, using me all over the world to do mm-hmm. translations and i'm just an old young East Texas boy, don't have any formal training. All I had was a heart to share the gospel. And Mm. I um, just heard um, the Great Commission and where Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples. And I heard him. I heard the call and I and I said, you know what? He's talking to me. I Mm. I wasn't thinking he's talking to someone else. He's mm-hmm. calling me to go and That's share awesome. the gospel to all the world. And, uh, and, and I was like the kid in the classroom. It was like, I was like raising my hand up going, Ooh, ooh Lord, you know, pick me, pick me, you know, <laughs> Isaiah send me. says, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who will yeah. go for me? And Isaiah says, mm-hmm. here I am. Send me. Right. Yeah. So I I was just, I said, Lord, I want to go. And I'm just going to tell you, if you, if you hear God's call, and you have yes. a heart to go. He will send you because, Jonathan, yeah. you know, the harvest yes. is great. Yes, it is. But the workers are few. And so yes. therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest that he'll send workers out into his harvest field. And even though, you know, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips mm-hmm. the called. Amen. So if God calls you, <laughs> you might not You don't feel get like a PhD, you. do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have Listen,
1: one. I'm thankful for that. But you don't need it. <laughs> How in the world did.
2: did I do all this translation work? Right. Now, I'm telling you, I didn't do That's it. Awesome. I did it, but he used That's me. awesome. Simply Amen. because I was willing to go Amen. and do whatever he called me to do, and so yeah, I, I yeah, I've been trying to get back to Tanzania for years um, mm. to go. I have friends over there that you know now through Facebook, I've been able to contact them. They've been mm. asking me to come, and then this opportunity come up to to partner with e3 partners and go to yeah. dodoma and and then and then we went uh and 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 saw the uh 30 30 years later went and saw the fruit of our labors there you know long that is ringcastle.
0: amazing oh my goodness jonathan yeah. told me that and i was like oh my goodness we have to hear this story uh, it's, yes it's,
2: it's it's mind-blowing and it was amazing and mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to just grasp it all, but God is so faithful and good to just encourage us when we need it. So that what we do really matters for the kingdom and for his glory and um, and that he can take a you know, gospel seed, which is what those track, I just call them gospel seeds, and we sow. And if we sow generously, guess what? We reap generously. And if we sow sparingly, we'll reap sparingly. So anyway.
1: Now, now I met you in Dudoma, uh, but in E3, which is a great organization, by the way, to, to for missions. Um, but afterwards, I didn't have the privilege to go on the second journey with you, but you hit a group. And you went. Tell us a little bit about that. That's where you had the what thirty years ago was. You planted yeah, the yeah, seeds. Was, and, yeah, yeah. Tell us it, about that.
2: So back in ninety two, uh, I had went to to Longido, Tanzania, which back then was just a little uh, little stop on the side of the road. There was no electricity, um, no hardly any buildings there. It was just a little uh, village. Um, And they had uh, uh, there was a Baptist mission uh, started Mm -hmm. there. When we first got there, there was nothing, nothing there. They had just got some property and they were we were starting to work on the foundation and we were out of Arusha, but we were going out in the bush to mission points. The work was just opening up to the Maasai people, which in, in that day were considered an unreached people group mm-hmm. so we were going out and uh, preaching and teaching and uh, just going out in the bush and, and so uh, you'd be so surprised i i, I remember our, my, our first trip out into the bush and you're thinking do people really how do they how in the world do they live out there but they had been yeah. the maasai tribe at that time had been living Exactly that way for you know last two thousand whatever years, mm-hmm. uh, just out in the bush uh, they're cattle people and uh nomadic and uh, have a lot of customs and and actually, in their um, culture, there was a lot of uh, witchcraft and sorcery. As mm-hmm. Jonathan, you know, mm-hmm. as being in Dodoma, it's a it's a big part of the culture there, even, even mm-hmm. in it the is. Muslim faith. So
1: inundated, yeah, inundated. Yeah, we, yep.
2: we saw just things that uh, that you wouldn't believe. But anyway, so we got started doing the work there, and then. Um, so we did uh i did several trips there to get the tracks translated and then get them there uh we showed the jesus film we did uh storyboards we were doing um we did a big feeding project back in 97 and you'd be so surprised that people remembered me they remembered the tracks because i brought Eleven thousand tracks to Tanzania to take wow. in Maasai and Swahili to take down there. Yeah, they, they remembered the tracks, but when they were they also remembered that that we fed them in ninety seven when they were starving to death, mm. and then we would h- give out Bugali um, and sacks, and then put the gospel tracks in the mouth of the of the bags. So wow, uh, when they saw the tracks, and then they heard that. They remembered me, and they said, "Oh, you got old." <laughs> so <laughs> they're
1: kind of blunt, yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it was an amazing <laughs> thing. Um, I actually had three acres that I had purchased there. We were going to move there as full-time missionaries. Uh, then life happened, and had donated that property to uh, to build a school and an orphanage, wow. and a There's a so there's a some dorms, and the old mission house is dorms, mm-hmm. a Bible school. There's a school, uh, a secondary school, an orphanage there, and it was amazing to see. So it's everything is totally changed now. They've got electricity and the Internet and, uh, you know, just paved roads and so on. It was just incredible to see the amount of change that's taken place, but
1: oh, but the hunger is, for
2: the gospel yeah. is still the same. So it's wide open.
1: That is awesome, and you know, um, if people out there they get saved and they're and they're like some people, I think the devil does this. As a matter of fact, I know he does. Is you're not ready? You have to know the whole Bible before you go on missions, and that's just a, that's just false. Correct
2: yeah yeah what you what i think you what you need is a willing heart an mm-hmm. understanding of the gospel mm-hmm. uh and um and yeah and then just don't really the only way to to really learn how to do it is to go and do it you know you, do. you can have all the uh you can have all the knowledge uh in your brain but it doesn't yeah. do you any good unless you're out there um doing it and you learn by doing and we also know that uh, god will give you the words that you need Mm -hmm. when you need them uh, and we're you know by the power of the holy spirit and uh also we were using interpreters and and i really like this because my interpreter we talked about how we were going to share the gospel together he says now i might not do a strict interpretation because he said we're ministering together right they knew the culture and the language better, better, and uh, yeah, we ministered together and shared the gospel, and it was just a powerful time. So, we saw uh, on our trip this certain trip, uh, with the trip to Dodoma and then to Maasai Land, and it's hard to put a number on it, but over 3,000 people. Uh, made indication that they wanted to receive christ that's right Uh, we got to baptize over 40 people which was just a
0: wow
1: huge yeah
2: yeah we saw people saved healed and delivered from demonic possession so we saw a lot of that almost every single day i I would say starting day two almost every single day after that while we were out in the field (laughs) ministering so
1: now I don't in no means want to glorify Satan. Oh, obviously, I'm not glorify. But there you know, I think the spiritual warfare there is more apparent than it is here in the states. Do you have any examples from uh, your experience the from some of the spiritual warfare that you saw that uh, people were uh, freed from?
2: I I would say that it's it's very out in the open there it, mm-hmm. as it, I think it's Listen the devil we know the devil has power because he's sure. the prince of the power of the air. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not all powerful, he's not more Correct. powerful than God. Right. Um yeah, spiritual warfare is real. Um and and I think almost everyone when we got there uh, I I believe I came under attack even just um oh yeah um mentally and uh, and even physically um oh. so yeah um but yeah i remember the, that yeah the the you know i was reading where you know when moses was doing the the plagues in um in exodus you know for pharaoh then he had the sorcerers came and did some of the same things to so th- all that to say that um the devil uh, satan lucifer all he always you know what he wanted to be was like god you know he wanted that was his sin he wanted to be like god um, and he likes to counterfeit God's works. He he does masquerade as an angel of light. Uh, he does have power, um, but he's not all powerful. So, yeah, we tries- saw him yeah, uh, do just, uh, yeah, we saw, you know, Jesus came to set the captives free, to break the chains and deliver people. And, and, and Jesus healed and uh, delivered people from demons. And uh, we saw that. We saw that every day there. So it was just good to see the power of God at work uh, in the lives of people. So,
1: and I think one of the most, I know my partner in crime, I was with uh, Jeff Brown. I hope to have him on uh, eventually on here too, but we did a lot of discipleship as well as yourself. Um, and, you know, there's so much, as soon as we leave, cults come false, you know, false gospel, and. Uh, that, that can be discouraging, but I think you really have to, uh, stand firm on what the gospel is and trust Jesus, uh, with the, with, with the seeds planted.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's his power, not our power is his word. Uh, we just be faithful and, and, uh, share, share the gospel of, of Christ, um, and, uh pray, uh, pray for people preach and teach and baptize like he told us to do and then we leave the results to him so and god is glorified and honored and uh and and, and there yeah. is some you know issues with uh the pros- prosperity gospel and other yeah. things coming in but uh we just got to trust the lord to uh preserve uh, you know the truth the, the true yep. faith so
1: yep well, do you have any other favorite uh, mission trip experiences that you'd like to share, uh, Todd?
2: Well, you know that's a good question. Uh, that you know, my favorite ones uh, are the ones I just did. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we used to say we have we had a bunch of old stories and we just needed some new ones, <laughs> right? Uh, so, um, I, I think one of my fir- first one of my first favorites was when I first went to Maasai Land back in. 90 i think i believe it was 92 um we were we were out in the middle of the bush and we're going to show the jesus film and i was going like where is everybody at it's fixing to get dark i mean we're way out there there's animals mm. everywhere running around oh wow and we set up and then all, <laughs> i mean they just people just appeared out of the bush and How 70 cool. uh Moran warriors Morani warriors which are the Basically, the army of the uh, Maasai people, soldiers, is what that warriors showed up, and they came in in a group, like you know, uh, chanting and marching, came and came in, in their robes and their long, um, oh wow, <laughs> kind of dread hair with all their stretched mm. out ears and they're kind of tall,
1: ears. tall, and skinny, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. So wow,
2: it was very kind of. Uh, Mind-blowing that I'm a young man out here. I think I was 30 and Mm -hmm. uh, they all come in and then we watched a film. I got up to preach and after we preached, they talked about it. And then they, everybody decided that they believed the gospel is true. And they got all got down on their knees in front Uh. of us. And uh, we prayed over them, and everybody received Christ. And to see these warriors get down on their knees in front of you, lift up their hands, and just cry out to God to save them Mm. was (sighs) was a pretty incredible experience. That's amazing. For for my first time, to really see God just come by the power of the Holy Spirit and grip people's hearts. So that that was an incredible experience. Um, Another good story I have is when I was in— Thailand, we, we went to the Mountain Tribe people, the Red Karen Tribe and the paydong Tribe up in the mountains uh, of uh, northern Thailand. Actually, we were actually into Burma, too, I think. Um, there's no border up there. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. there's a lot of refugees coming over. I don't know if you know there's a war going on there back then and even now still going on where they're... Basically, exterminating the mountain tribe tribes mm. there. Um, it's awful. Did you see that movie? there movie came out not too long ago called Free Bur- Burma Rangers. Have I have not,
1: but yeah. I, anyway, I would like to. Yeah,
2: yeah, they have uh, they're on Facebook and uh, I think Instagram, but um, yeah, so they show this what's actually happening. It's amazing wow. that we don't hear about these things, but. Anyway, we were up there and we actually rode motorcycles up, uh, like alongside this mountain path that had like a 2000 foot drop. Oh, uh, wow. We had an accident. My buddy did. And so long story short, I got stranded in the middle of the jungle with um, a, an extra motorcycle because I had, oh. to, uh, they had to carry him to the hospital and I wait, I was waiting for my buddy to come back so we could transport the motorcycles since we had rented them. And, uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm waiting there in the middle of the jungle. I mean, literally in the jungle mm-hmm. and, uh, these rebel soldiers, about 50 of them carrying machine guns. And these are, some of these were as young as 13, 14 year old kids with wow. machine guns came wow. down the path and they're sitting there looking at me and uh i was looking at them looking at me and i was thinking to myself they're thinking this guy's not from around here <laughs> and, they, <laughs> yeah. and they stopped and looked you at think? me uh, and stared for quite a while then they they moved on up the path the little path there and then they turned around and, and and stared at me again for a long time and at that point i said you know what i'm i'm fixing to die and they're going to uh-uh. kill me and take the Ooh. motorcycles because that's kind of what they did. They were uh, taking these uh, mountain tribe people uh, slaves and using them as porters uh. in their uh. war. Uh. So I just I just raised my hands up and start praising God. I said, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out praising God. Oh
0: my goodness!
2: So I'm standing in the middle of the jungle praising <laughs> the Lord. Uh, and at well, that call point, call they, call they, call they were just—I know they had to think, "I—this is a crazy man." <laughs> wow! <laughs> and then oh. they they went on, and three or four hours later, my, my missionary friend shows oh. back up, and uh, they dropped him off so he could ride the other motorcycle back. Oh. And I told him what happened, and he said, "You you should be dead. They yes. they should have killed you. Yes, because those motorcycles were worth quite a bit of money, and oh. took everything you had. And I don't know why you're here." He said. The only explanation I have is that they, when they looked at you, they saw you surrounded by angels. Oh, and I'm I telling bet. You, when I raised my hands to praise the Lord, the Spirit of God fell on me and yeah. I, you oh know, gosh, took I away goosebumps. all my fear. And I just, you know, I just believe a miracle happened. I can't explain it and I can't prove it. All oh, yeah. I can say is I'm still here.
0: That is amazing. I I just can't even. I have like goosebumps. God <laughs> saved you mightily, and you you know you're going to see. I bet I bet you'll see some of them in heaven. You can hear that story from them. What what they really saw, you know. Oh, they, wow. they
2: came to the village not long <sighs> after that. We were in the village at three o'clock in the morning and were beating. They were drinking uh, some rice rice wine, I believe. Beating on oh. drums, getting drunk. Oh. Oh. And they got us out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning. They wanted to see the Americans. Oh. And, uh, of course, you'd be surprised how news travels through the jungle or through the bush, through the dra- grapevine, wow. very fast. And uh, so they had a civet cat that they had killed, and they put it in the fire and burned the hair off it, basically Ooh. holding it by the tails. So I have pictures to prove this, by the way. Oh, my.
0: And,
2: and then they gutted it. And somebody came, an older man came and got the guts because they eat everything. Oh. And then they pulled a leg off that Civic Cat and they handed it to me as their honored guest. Oh. And when, uh, when someone, when 50 guys oh. with machine guns come to visit you at three o'clock in the morning, you better and eat cook it. you a Civic Cat and give you a leg off it, do you know what you do?
0: Eat it. And you're going yeah. you to eat, eat it, it to it. the bone. And you
2: Eat it with a smile on your face and you say, hmm, this is the best Civic Cat I've <laughs> ever had. So, yeah. I so, honestly, know. I chewed on that thing for about 30 minutes. And then I was sitting on a little, They. Uh, I think I was sitting on a little stool, but they squat for hours and talk. Oh, and it was just, wow. so I put it wow. down underneath my chair, just the meat <laughs> and in the dirt. And then some little kid saw me do it and came and Took it out out of the dirt and ate it. So oh that's goodness. a very humbling experience to wow. you know, because they're you know they live just day by day, you know sustenance there. So so God is the uh, so, so the thing I love about what I've done is that my heart has always been to share the gospel with mm-hmm. those who have never heard, and God yeah. has taken me to these tribal people, and we did. We were doing a lot of wordless gospel tracks, although we did put words in them because uh, people wanted it, But mm-hmm. and pictures and storyboards, because um, for people that can't read, Uh, How do you communicate the gospel? You can give them a Bible, but what good is it going to do if they can't read? And so even on our last trip, we took these MP3 players that have the Bible in Maasai and and now and Swahili, and we took them way out in the bush to to some of the folks that couldn't read. uh, That's awesome. Anyway, that's just a great ministry that I think God has just given me to Mm -hmm. help help pastors and evangelists and teachers to, to give them the tools that they need to share the gospel because they're out there uh, doing the hard work these guys and they just need our encouragement and our help and a lot of these guys who are educated some of the guys that we were working with even the doma and uh, one of the guys came with us to maasai land uh, they had good jobs they left it so that they could reach the people with the gospel and 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 left the you know a good paying job to go do the work of of an evangelist basically mm-hmm. so
1: what would you there's some out here that are listening to our show mm-hmm. that aren't Christian, some right. of them are kind of thinking about it, some of them are just curious, of course, the holy Spirit's the obvious work what would you todd how what how would you what would you tell them the gospel is and what do they need to do to be saved
2: well I think, I think we try to make the gospel harder than it is. Uh, mm-hmm. The gospel is simple. Um, you, we need to put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and what he did on the cross, that he died uh, for our sins. God made a way where, the, where there was no way. God, God loved us so much that, you know, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world and through sin came death. Through mm-hmm. one man came death and sin entered the world but then god sent his own son and through mm-hmm. one man like grace and faith and life came and that's yes. through jesus christ jesus christ went to the cross to pay for our sins because god is a holy and righteous and just god and and sins uh, must be paid for and the uh, uh, mm-hmm. wages of sin is death but jesus came he never sinned to live the perfect life um, and he died on the cross in our place and he took the wrath of God upon himself mm-hmm. for us. And, and what the Bible says is if, if we believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, or if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. We put our faith and trust on what Christ did on the cross counts for us that he died. He really did die. He died for us in our place. But he didn't stay dead. God raised him from the grave. God accepted mm-hmm. his sacrifice. We know that because God raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, then he, he, people saw it. Over 500 people witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Then he ascended into heaven and uh, he sent us the Holy Spirit so that uh, we can't do this by ourselves. So God has sent us a helper. God sent us the Holy Spirit uh, to help us understand and and give us the faith to believe and trust. And and the simple gospel, just like Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And even like we were sharing in Tanzania, you know what? Muhammad is dead. Uh, Mary is in the grave. Only one is is a still alive and that's Jesus Amen. and that's God's way of salvation. He he knows the way to heaven because he came yeah. from heaven. He came to earth and then he ascended back. And if we put our faith and trust in him, then we can be born again and know and have a relationship through mm. him with the living God. He is our he's our mediator between God and man. He's our high priest, he's our way. Amen. So,
1: well that's it hey, that's amazing <laughs>
2: yeah yeah and, and all we got to do is share what we know the the simplicity of the gospel is the depth of the gospel the mm-hmm. gospel is free but it's not cheap Jesus paid the highest price for our uh, freedom for our liberation for our reconciliation back to God so praise praise God for what he's done through Jesus Christ.
0: I just think it is so amazing your story. Just just your whole story how God took, you know, something that someone should not have said, but then you started not really searching but but you were searching. Somebody gave you a chick track. Then you talked to your sister and just, you know, your whole story is amazing and it stems from that chick ch- chick track and look at how many people that you have affected. By that and i just you know through god and i'm just so amazed with your story and i know our listeners will be as well
2: well here's the deal through i i have distributed now over five million chick traps wow, wow. And, and, and the thing about it is that i went to meet jack chick when uh-huh. i started doing a uh, translation work
0: uh, right. i went
2: and met with him and he said you know what uh I want to help there's guys like you I want to help he cuz he said I can't do it because mm-hmm. he was an older man then but he said I he had a some uh a wife that was very sick
0: mm-hmm. and a
2: very severely handicapped um and maybe mentally um uh, um handicapped uh daughter yeah. So he said, "But but guys like you, I want to help." So Jack, wow. Jack had a foundation, and mm. he actually would send money to my church, wow. and then we would turn around and, and uh, buy gospel tracks and w- yeah. So he helped me uh, tremendously. He helped me send a million tracks to the uh, the Olympics in uh, Australia, Sydney, Australia.
0: Oh my. All
2: the different languages that he had. So wow, it was just an incredibly gracious, loving. Yeah, uh, man. And all about mm-hmm. he was just all about sharing the gospel and 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 coming against what he believed or false religions, such as the Muslim faith or um Catholicism, mm-hmm. you know, any uh, anything that's that's work based, you know, that you had to earn your salvation. Jack yeah, that's chicken.
1: everything but you the truth. You probably made
2: a chick about it. So I track about it. So. We know that, uh, you know, we, we can't earn our salvation. We can't be good enough to, to earn it. Uh, and we can't no. be bad enough to lose it. So, yeah, uh, it's all by what Jesus did, his finished work on the cross and not what we do. Amen. It's not our good works Amen. that get us to heaven. It's, 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 trusting in the finished work of Christ. And you know what? The more and more, I, uh, The older I get, the more and more I know that that's the truth. (laughs) So,
1: Todd, this has been magnificent and glorious. And I believe that yourself, and I know Mm -hmm. myself, I know everyone that comes to know the Lord Mm -hmm. realizes that God can take our mess, turn it into a message for his glory for our good.
0: Thanks for coming, Ty. We really appreciate it. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have an awesome day. Goodbye.